What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Just. This is Kingdom Work, where we discuss any and everything pertaining to the kingdom of God, totally annihilating any form of fashion or religion, bringing the true gospel back to the airwaves, bringing identity back to the people, still willing to deal with for the kingdom, invading and influencing the culture. All right, so today we're going to hop right into it. Uh, today's title is Understanding the Kingdom. Um, so, uh, this podcast is pretty much a physical manifestation of, uh, the vision that God has given me. Um, of course, uh, with any vision, you want to write it down. Um, and then, you know, after writing it down, you want to execute it. And I think, uh, the hardest part of any vision for anybody who has a vision is just, you know, uh, getting started, right? You know, you might have the vision, but you might not know what to do. So what you guys are saying is just the beginning of something totally bigger. I have a, 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 a master plan in my mind. Um, and that's, and that's why um, we are focusing on understanding, you know, what the kingdom is um, outside of, you know, this whole podcast thing. Um, you know, I work for a company where my, my job position is a lean manufacturer coach. Um, for people who are not uh, too familiar with that, uh, lean is pretty much a continuous improvement uh, technique. So my job is pretty much continuous improvement. So um, what I do is I always look for areas where we can improve, right? Focusing on the customer, uh, both externally and focusing on the customer internally so you know i've been trained to look at everything you know not even at you know the place where i work at but in every situation um in my life and kind of use those techniques that i would use in my job you know and asking questions why 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 so um belonging to the church you know one of the biggest things that i see is that you know people aren't coming uh, to Christ, right? So, you know, with that being said, all right, well, what's the question? Why aren't they? And I think, um, you know, just by evaluating it and being a part of it myself is that there is, from what I see, there is a misconception of what the gospel is. Um, there is great confusion about what the gospel is. I think a lot of people think that the gospel is the gospel of Jesus Christ, and that's biblically incorrect. So um, for me, um, you know, I'm looking at that that massive problem and I'm seeing so much confusion stemmed off of that thing right there. Um, you know, I, I kind of it's up to me. Well, my job is pretty much to to teach the basics of what the kingdom really is. So this podcast, you know, it's, it's kingdom work yeah, because that's that's essentially what we are doing. But I'm focusing on the basics of uh, basic fundamentals of being a believer in, in Jesus Christ. Um, for me, you know, uh, what you are saying right now, this is, this is who I am, right? You know, I can only be who I am. I'm not trying to be anything else that the Lord told me that I was, or, you know, when the Lord told me who I was and he showed me who I was, um, I stopped trying to be what I was simply not. Um, so this is just a manifestation, a physical manifestation. What you're seeing is a physical manifestation of what I am, you know, me expressing myself. Um, and the reason why I go so hard, you know, uh, preaching and teaching on the kingdom, because, you know, it was the kingdom message that really brought identity to my own self. And it wasn't until I received the message to where as though this message totally changed my way of thinking. 
Um, you know, and I was brought up in a religious household where, you know, my parents, they went to church faithfully and I've never heard them even talk about this kingdom message. And when it was revealed to me, it was a, a particular point in my life where I was in complete isolation, um, where I really had um, no distractions around me. And um, a lot of people didn't really have access to me. So I was in a quiet spot and in that spot where God really placed me at that. Um, not only did he place me there, but he placed me there and he also, you know, illuminated my spirit to what his message, his overall message, which we call the gospel, really is. And um, and I'm grateful for that because now that I know I have identity and I know exactly who I am. So I don't I don't try to be anything outside of that. So um, this podcast is just the beginning of what I see. And this is just the starting point. Right. So five years, I'm going to look back at these beginning videos and be like, you know what, man, like that's where we started at. But, you know, where, where I see where we're going you know, and I say we, you know, the whole team and my whole team is the children and, you know, everybody else that I work with, um, you know, they're behind the scenes, you know, setting up, doing the cameras, doing the social media pages. That's all done. Right. I'm just pretty much speaking. I'm, you know, allowing God to use me. Um, for a specific generation and I already touched base on that but getting back to the topic understanding the kingdom um, I think that you know we celebrate what Jesus did to the point where we totally wash out what Jesus said and I think um, you know if we are followers of Christ if we do call ourselves to be disciples then it's very important that we also understand the teachings and the preachings that uh, of Jesus Christ, understanding that teaching and preaching are totally two different things. Um, uh, the kingdom, though, if I could sum it up, uh, I would say that the kingdom is God's idea. God had an idea, right? You know, John 1 says what? In the beginning was a word. Or in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God, right? You crescendo down a little bit and says the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. But nevertheless, the word was in the beginning. And if you go back to the beginning of the Bible in the book of Genesis, you know, which we call the book of the beginnings, it gives us a clear idea or understanding of what God originally intended when he created the human race and when he made the earth. Um, the very first sentence of the Bible reads like this. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, uh, the first four words, in the beginning, God, is really translated from the Hebrew word Elohim, saying that God is creator. So we're really introduced to God in the Bible as Elohim. Now, we understand that God has many names, but we're introduced to God as creator or Elohim. It says that he created the heavens and the earth. Now, this Bible that that we have, it doesn't really go into detail about God creating the heavens, doesn't really give us a descriptive um, um, outline of, you know, what he did and how he did it. You know, it gives us more detail in regards to God, you know, creating the earth, right? And if we if we kind of, you know, look at that, you know, whenever God wanted to create something, what did he do? He always spoke, right? You know, I believe there's about, you know, 10 and God says, right? You know, Genesis 1, 3, and God said, let there be light. And, you know, what happened? There was light, right? And then you go down to Genesis 1, 6, and God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters, right? And then we go down to, to 9, and, it's, and God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear, right? And then the 11th, and God said, so my point is, whenever God wanted, you know, to create anything, he always spoke. 
by his word and we understand that Jesus is his word but um I think one thing that we need to understand is that God is a triune God he's God the father creator of everything he's God the Holy Spirit and he's God um Jesus in the flesh which um by his law he cannot enter into this earth without a physical body um and we know that because Jesus picks that up when he's talking to the uh woman at the uh the well when he goes through uh Samaritan and he says that God is a spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, the Bible uh, really declares that we are made in the image and after the likeness of God. Well, if God is a spirit, that means that we are spirit beings, too. You know, God released us into the physical realm. You got to understand the word human just to give you guys some education behind this. The word human really derives from two words. Uh, the first word is humus, H-U-M-U-S, which means dirt or soil. Uh, Google it, you know, definitely uh, don't just whatever I throw out there, just go back to the Bible and make sure that um, what I'm saying is is, is right. Uh, 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 humus, which is H-U-M-U-S, which means dirt. And then you have man, which is really translated from the Hebrew word ish, I-S-H, which means spirit. So what you really have is a spirit and you have dirt. So you have a spirit man inside of a dirt body. So you have a human. We don't walk around saying I'm a humus man, right? So we, we abbreviate it by saying that we're, we're humans. Um, also in that same chapter, uh, Genesis 126, it tells us why he even created humans in the first place. Well, it says that we were created to have dominion over the earth. You know, we got to understand that God is a king and every king has a kingdom, right? So we live in a democracy. So it's kind of hard for us to really understand how a kingdom operates. But those on the 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 the, the east, uh, the Western world, they get it a little bit better because, you know, a lot of those uh, places that, ha that had kings or had kingdoms, right? A lot of these, you know, think about Haitians and Jamaicans, a lot of these, you know, they were colonized by kingdoms. So they're familiar with 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 with. with God's idea uh, a little bit more than we are um, over on the Eastern side because we have presidents and, and stuff like that. So I think because of that, man, you know, we kind of really miss what God is saying. Um, so with that being said, we know that God cannot change, right? He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So um, God, I, his, his, his overall idea was always, and you think about, you know, God really being a king, um, you know, all kingdoms Right. What do they do? They seek to extend their territory. So God, who rules in the invisible realm, his idea was to extend his territory to a physical realm through you and me, human beings. Right. We were supposed to be a physical reflection of, of, of his image on the earth in the physical realm. And we're supposed to be reflecting everything that happens in the spiritual or the unseen realm. And we kind of picked that up in, in the very first two chapters of Genesis when God really had an intimate relationship with Adam. And um, we kind of messed that thing up by being disobedient. You know, we, I think the disobedient, I'm not, I'm not going to say I think, I know that the disobedience of Adam really brought sin into the world. And um, it really messed up everything that God had in store for his children, right? We're all children of God. Um, and, I, and I say that to say that um, God's intention was always for man to rule over the earth. Now we see everything that's happening now with, you know, pestilence in the land, disease and, you know, famines in certain places, man, this is, um, that's not what God ever intended for us, right? We see all the natural disasters, the hurricanes and everything else that's happening on the earth because of, you know, us, the children of God, 
um, how we just simply just destroying the planet. So um, what happened was when Adam disobeyed God, God told Adam, he gave him some very specific ground rules. One of the rules we all know, or one of the things that, or as a matter of fact, because God is a king, we'll call him a law, right? Because whenever a king speaks, his word becomes law. So when God spoke and told Adam that, you know, everything was his and he can do anything he wanted besides eat the, 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 the fruit from the tree, um, that was a law. So what happened was Adam and his wife ended up eating the tree that God forbid them not to eat. It wasn't really so much the, the tree that was, you know, that we glorified a tree, but it was God's word that was law so we violated that and, and in the kingdom whenever you violate a law that's called treason so realistically adam and eve really committed treason and they lost uh, uh the kingship the rulership the rada uh over uh the earth and that fell into the hands of the wicked one who we call lucifer or satan Sleuthfoot, whatever the name that you want to give to him so christ comes on the scene four thousand years later to reclaim the kingship that we lost right so we have the four gospel narratives matthew mark luke and john understand there's not four gospels these are gospel narratives right there's one god right there's one mediator between god and man and that's christ jesus the man right christ the anointed king right there's one baptism there's one body there is one gospel and the gospel is the gospel of the kingdom right so that word gospel was really translated in our english uh modern english uh to good news so the good news is really about um god's kingdom being available for us to enter right now it's not something that's you know i think we'd be kind of postponed and say when we enter into the kingdom nah because when christ came on the scene his very first mission statement was repent, you know, which means, you know, the Greek word is metanoia, but translating that into the modern day language or English really means to change your way of thinking. That was his mission statement, repent. Okay, now why do I need to repent? Why do I need to change my way of thinking? And what did he go on to say? Because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You know, at hand means has arrived. So when Christ came, he brought back with him the kingdom. So all the things that we seen him do is just a result of him being into the kingdom. So, uh, you know, healing is something that, you know, happens in the kingdom. There are there are no sick people in God's kingdom. Right. Um, abundance is something that that comes from God's kingdom. So um, the kingdom is the objective. But somehow we kind of miss that somewhere down the line, I believe, you know, a little bit after 200 years after the early apostles started the church. Um, we start getting all these different doctrines, but there's only one gospel and the gospel is the gospel of the kingdom. Um, you know, when Jesus had his very first sermon, it's called the Sermon on the Mount. Um, he, you know, he gives out, you know, the 10 Beatitudes, the 10 beautiful attitudes of those who belong to the kingdom. We call them the Beatitudes, right? But after that, he uh, specifically states a very important command that addresses the priority of all men on earth and um matthew 6 where he says seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you so we kind of really want to unpack that right um john 14 15 says you know according to jesus who is our leader he says what if you love me keep my commands and you know it's always important to understand what the commands are and all of them not just you know we kind of picking and choosing what we want to be obedient to 
Um, but if you think about it, seek means what? Seek means you got to go after it. Doesn't come to you, right? First means what? Above all else. Priority number one, right? The kingdom is the object of pursuit. So in other words, Christ is saying, listen, the very first thing that you need to be pursuing is not money. It's not clothes. It's not food. It's not a house over your head, but it's the kingdom. Now he could have said, seek ye first me, right? Jesus, but he didn't say that. He says, seek ye first the kingdom, right? He wants you to be attracted to the kingdom and the benefits that come with being inside of the kingdom, right? And then after you get into the kingdom, you understand that Jesus is the king of this upside down kingdom that we're totally just not used to. And the only way to get into the kingdom is through Jesus. But uh, somewhere down the line, we kind of you know, we kind of postponed the coming of the kingdom. The kingdom is here now. You know, it's, it's, it's evident. I belong to the kingdom. I am a kingdom citizen, right? So everything that I do, like, you know, and for those who really know me, you know, I don't, I don't lose. And I'm not saying that, you know, to, to, to toot my own horn. And I'm only saying that so that Christ may be glorified, that I understand who I am and I understand that my success makes God look good, right? He wants his children to prosper, right? You know, he wants us to be into the land flowing with milk and honey. He wants every area of our lives to pretty much um, 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 be a reflection of what it's like to be uh, in his kingdom, right? You know, and understanding that in the kingdom, you know, it works off of what? speech, right? So we got to start declaring things, right? A lot of times, what does the Bible say? Life and death are in the power of the tongue. So a lot of times we say things, you know, and they happen. Why? Because there's power. We were made in the likeness and the image of God. And we understood that when God spoke, stuff had to happen, right? That's why sometimes, man, like I'm always talking because I understand that when I speak these things, I'm speaking them out to the atmosphere and that there's energies and all types of things at work that have to bring these things into fruition. So the kingdom should be our number one priority, right? So you'll never hear me preaching Jesus Christ because that's not what I was instructed to do according to the Bible. Um, even when Christ sent out his disciples in Matthew 10, 7, he sent them out into the world and he said, as you go, preach this message, right? This message of the king, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So those, those Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, those four gospel narratives really give us a clear understanding of what the overall gospel message is. Even if you Google what is the good news, I'm pretty sure, you know, the response from Google will be the good news is the good news of God's kingdom. But uh, the church, and I'm not speaking on the church because I belong to the church, we have done a, a, a poor job of really, um, you know, getting the gospel out into into the world. Um, and that's something where, you know, we can, we can fix, but, it, you know, I think, we, we just got to be one. There's so much division inside of the church. Um, you know, people don't want a religion, right? You know, and I, I spoke on this before, you know, man, if this was had anything to do with religion, man, count me out because I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not for that religion stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not trying to be praying 30 times a day, you know, but, but this Bible, which is about a king, a kingdom and a royal family is just really you know, it's my life, how I should be living, you know, because I, you know, I'm not perfect. You know, you know what I mean? I mess up just like, you know, everybody else messes up. But I do understand that I can repent. I can change my way of thinking about my ways. I'd rather do it and and, and make the adjustment before um, God does it, because when he does it, it hurts. And then that, that pain, man, is, uh, yeah, I kind of want to stay away from that. So, you know, I look at myself, I always self-reflect 
on myself first, right? And understand where I where I sit at, where I fall, and how I am comparing to my example, who is Jesus Christ. So, you know, I, I, I study him, right? But more importantly, you know, I proclaim the kingdom, right? I preach the kingdom. Everything that I'm doing is always kingdom related. No matter where I go, where I go, where I show up places, the kingdom, you know, has arrived, right? Because I'm a citizen. I'm not, you know, some, I hear people all the time, you know, saying, oh, well, we in an army of the Lord. That's incorrect. You know, if God has the kingdom and we are citizens in the kingdom, well, if God has an army in which he does, those individuals would be called angels and angels. They're the army of the Lord. Right. Um, the Bible does tell us to, you know, put on the full armor of God, but it doesn't tell us to fight. So we don't fight. All we got to do is just show up. And that's just one of the benefits of being in the kingdom, you know, as a citizen, as a kingdom citizen to, to, to God's kingdom. I don't have to fight. I just show up. I equip myself. You know, I put on the full armor of God and, and I stand and I stand on his word, on his truth. And then when I get into situations where, you know, I'm not in control, then I, that's when I learn to speak these verses and I throw those verses into the atmosphere. Right. You told me that I should be the head and not the tail. Right. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I should be above and not beneath. Um, um, I am more than a conqueror. All those things I have to proclaim because I understand my position inside the kingdom. So the thing is, what happens is we don't, you know, pick up our Bible and read it. And we don't understand his words and we don't meditate on it. So when we get to situations, we can't speak these things into existence. And, you know, so, so what happens is to people who are unbelievers, when they look at people who are supposedly believers and they don't see the power of God in their lives, um, you know, it causes them to, to walk away from something that's so beautiful and so glorious. And, you know, God is really, you know, calling all of us to be conveyed back to his kingdom of marvelous light. But he's sovereign. He knows who's going to come and he knows who's not going to come. But he still yet gives the invitation to all, you know, and uh, the Apostle Paul picks it up the best when he said that the kingdom of heaven is not a matter of uh, food and drink, but more so love, peace, and joy, and the Holy Spirit. So it's a way of living, a way of presenting yourself before others. You know, there's 66 books in the Bible, but we are the 67th book. People will look at you and your lifestyle and decide to either open their Bible or close their Bible. Um, but more importantly, you know, I think that we got to get the message out of God's kingdom. Because that's 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 what it is. That's the good news. The good news is God's kingdom is here and it's available. And you can access to it and you can live like the son of the king that you were supposed to be, you know. And, and you know, I mean, a lot of times, man, I feel like we major in the minor things, you know. We all, yeah, we all want to go to heaven and stuff like that. But ideally, God always wanted to bring his heaven, his kingdom to earth. So um, I kind of focus on that and everything that I do, understanding that. Um, and, you know, and God uses that, you know what I mean? The people might not like it because it's not juicy, right? It doesn't get you hooting and hollering. It's pretty simple, right? Kind of goes over your head. But this was the message that kind of woke me up. It started a fire inside of me. So I'm going to spend the rest of my life, you know, doing this podcast, having an online radio station and everything else that I already seen, you know, getting this message out, talking about this message, talking about the principles in this Bible, because I understood, you know, I understood what it, what it done to my life personally. You know, for those who didn't know me before I came to Christ, man, I was a reckless person, you know, and I couldn't change myself. Right. And it wasn't until I came to the end of myself until I really submitted to the Lord where I really seen the 
of goodness and now his favor is just all over my life you know everything that i do man god really has his fingerprints on and i can't take the credit for that because i didn't i couldn't do it i tried to do it but i couldn't fix myself and i i i feel like a lot of people they want to come but you know they they always worry about the things that they just can't you know fix themselves I mean, if you can't fix it you gotta you gotta let christ fix those things but the first thing you need to do is you need to enter the kingdom right and then become a citizen and then god let god just work on you the same way he worked on me but the kingdom of god is just an idea it's an idea that's it's it's god's kingdom in the hearts of men on earth right that's it right we're supposed to be operating in love right taking care of each other but you know we really we, we kind of operate on this this uh survival i you know i i i me 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 i i, I gotta get this i gotta get that you know um I'm not doing this for money, you, you, you know, like I'm God is taking care of me at the end of the day. I'm doing it because, you know, I wish that when I was 12, 13, 14 years old, 15 years old, somebody would have came to me and been like, you know, that you're a child of God. Did you know that you belong to his kingdom? I wish that somebody really would have spoke that into my life. You know, I could have that could have saved a lot of, you know, pain, anguish and a lot of bad decisions that I made if I only knew who I was because at the end of the day it was, I was just struggling with my own identity and this gospel of the kingdom really shed light to who I am to God so I really don't try to please other people I really could care less about what other people think about me you know because I understand who I am so you know my main priority is to make sure that I'm pleasing God and that you know I am seeking his kingdom not only his kingdom but his righteousness and righteousness is pretty much right alignment between me and the king that I'm matching up with this laws, his statues, and his decrees. And that really comes by submission. And even when I do miss the mark, because we all do, I can always turn, I can fix it, and I can always try harder. But one thing I do know is I'm not the same man that I was a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, seven years ago. So, you know, I have my own individual journey. You know, my sojourn on earth is my own, but I understand who I am. So I walk with that boldness. I talk with that boldness. And, you know, I'm doing my job, right? I'm not trying to do anything else outside of preaching what he told me to preach because obedience you know it was the obedience of christ what does it say he was obedient to the point of death even the death of the cross so you know that obedience thing goes a long way with 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 having that relationship with god so this gospel this this, this good news about god's kingdom has been so distorted by even the church that the people who don't even belong to the church they don't we so confused they're looking at us like well i don't know what to believe because we done kind of jacked up god's word but god is faithful and true and i do see him you know calling uh uh or rising up some new individuals that that will be obedient to him you know and not chase after the altar not chase after positions and titles but will declare what the lord calls them to declare and I am one of those individuals. Um, and then, you know, hopefully, man, you know, I can feed the next person so they can, you know, grow to be who God called them to be, because that's really what it is, right? You know, God has always talked about throughout the Bible is agriculture, planting seeds, cultivating, right? That's that's the be like yeast, right? You know, when God created everything on the physical earth, he planted or he placed the seed of everything inside of itself. So whatever it is that I'm supposed to be, it's not somewhere in the future. It's inside of me. It's my job to 
bring it out, right? So I just want that for other individuals, right? You know, stop chasing at the money and all, you know, everything else that the world, you know, displays to us and whatever he has put inside of you, bring that outside, express yourself and be who God calls you to be, right? And we, and that's vitally important because, you know, God sent me, me here to do a specific mission. This is it, right? But God sent you to, here to do a specific mission. And if you don't do that, then shame on you, right? I can't benefit from what you were supposed to bring to this earth. So that's pretty much, you know, just some basics of understanding uh, 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 what the kingdom really is. It's really, you know, God's kingdom in the heart of men on earth, uh, rather than, you know, postponing it to a, a, a time in the future. Um, Christ came back and he brought the kingdom with him. Um, the Holy Spirit resides inside of us. Anybody who receives Christ as their Lord and Savior, the king you are, you belong to the kingdom. A lot of people, um, you know, even Jesus himself said, I am the way, <laughs> the truth and the life. You know, he's the way to get into the kingdom. Not only is he the way, right? He's like this, the, the, the servant king. He o opens the door. I, I think a lot of times, you know, we come inside the kingdom and we just sit in the lobby and we don't even go up the steps or up the elevator or explore, you know, all the things that the kingdom has to offer because we get so worried about the door, you know, and it's nothing wrong with with uh, praising Jesus, but understanding that the priority, according to Matthew 633, the priority of every man is to be seeking the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So everything that you need he will get to you. You got to go after those things. So I don't waste my time on any of that stuff. I used to right now. I can care less. Now I prioritize based on the teachings of Jesus and I'm, I'm chasing the kingdom. That's my number one pursuit. And that's it. And everything, you know, and, and, and on route to doing that, he will. And he has been giving me the things that I need. I'm in, you know, positions and places where I probably shouldn't be. But because of my position in him, the Lord takes care of his own. So I encourage you all to pick up your Bible to read it, but to also understand that, you know, Jesus preached the kingdom. And when he taught, he taught in parables, different things, um, you know, and, and one of the things.